I'm Lissette King. And I'm Brittany King, and welcome to Honest Feedback, a podcast here for you. We are here on the internet offering advice and alternative perspective on whatever is on your heart and mind. My amazing and oh-so-talented, epically, ugh, all the things white. <laughs> Lisette King is an emotional ninja. Hiya. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> she helps <laughs> leaders drop their baggage and limiting beliefs so they can love and live their life of purpose. Mm-hmm. It is life-changing work, y'all. Oh, thanks, babe. Mm-hmm. And my magnificent wife, goddess Brittany King, is a pleasure priestess. She brings women from numb to embodied through sensual movement and sacred ritual. Mm. Man, we've been gone for a while. We have. We been. took the summer off. Yeah, pretty much. Well, we were we were working. <laughs> yeah, yeah, playing, we're playing, self work. I was working. Self work, self work, <laughs> self work. Who you're doing all the things? You want to like tell us a little bit about your adventures? Where oh, have you been? Man, uh, yeah, I did two weeks in Peru mm-hmm. where I was doing some sacred medicine rituals, Beautiful. and that was. Uh, simultaneously the hardest Mm -hmm. thing I've ever done and Mm. the most rewarding. Mm. I came back. I reached a level of uh, peace and self-love there that I had never quite achieved before. And I've just, the groundedness has stayed with me. So I'm pretty excited to be back and share this gooey version of myself with the peoples. Yes. Mm -hmm. And you also. Oh, yeah. Also, I went back to trainers training with Empowerment Inc. Um, Shout out Empowerment. We're going to put a link for them down below because they are very a pivotal part of my growth as well. Mm-hmm. And with at trainers training, I had the opportunity to help the next the next group of trainers get evaluated and make sure that they were on the up and up, you know, to be out in the world teaching these things. Uh Amazing. It was awesome. I was gone for you from you for five weeks, and five that was weeks. a lot. It was a lot. We made it though. We did. You're such a great wife. Thanks. And what what have you been up to this summer? Oh, I have been doing a lot of all the things. So five weeks away from my partner was an opportunity for growth, and I really got to be in touch with myself. And I spent the summer playing and connecting with friends, camping, really stretching myself, and um. I had made a declaration to support other women who are doing amazing work in the world with their retreats Mm -hmm. as I am birthing my retreat. So I got to help my mentor, Jolie Dawn. Shout out to Jolie. Shout out, Jolie. Um, Yes, she is my business mentor. She hosted a retreat in Austin, Texas, and I got to help her facilitate that. And we got to help the amazing Marley Williams, a founder and director of Camp Yes, Yes, which is an amazing summer camp for women. And we both got to be a part of the leadership team for that. And so that was epic. It's been a really, really great summer of play and being of service. And I got some massive downloads that have led to me birthing a new offering. Girl, tell us about that offer. Tell us about that offer. Okay. So you are invited into Lioness 
unleash your primal power. Mm -hmm. And we are exploring power through pleasure and play. This is an invitation for any woman who is ready to step into the next phase of her life. Maybe it's being more of a leader. Mm -hmm. Perhaps it's having more pleasure and joy in yes. your life. Whatever it is that you are calling in and wishing to step into, Lioness is here to hold the space for you. Mm -hmm. The Lioness truly came to me <laughs> in a meditation and showed me about her wisdom and her codes. And so I'm so excited to be teaching this prolific experience. It is mm -hmm. eight weeks together, includes a photo shoot yeah, ah, where we get to channel the lioness and stand in our power and we are starting October 17th so if you are in the Portland area and you are interested and want to hear more yes. want to know if lioness is best for you I would encourage you to set up a call with me I will put the link in the bio or in our description show notes mm -hmm. and I also have dun 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 a website. Oh, Ooh. it's yes. It's about damn time. I know. <laughs> <laughs> My website has officially been birthed. GoddessBritneyKing.com is live, and you can read about Lioness and all of the detailed, detailed things about Lioness. And mm -hmm. if you're interested, also my store is available. Yes. You can order things, and yes. yeah, you can just know all about the happenings going on at the Pleasure Palace. So it's been a really mm -hmm. big summer. Yeah, really. spots are limited. So oh, if yeah. you're feeling even an inkling of fire inside mm -hmm. a small calling, just set up a call and see if this is for you. Because this is the my baby's been cooking something up and it's going to be so special. Thank yeah. you. Thank yeah. you so much. Yes. Thank spots are limited because I love an intimate container. Intimate. So set up a call for me. I guarantee you will get something from this free call. Yeah. It's no pressure. Yeah. Let's just talk. And if you're listening to this and you have time, do it. Just do it. Just do it. It's not if, you're waiting you have for, time. if you're waiting for a sign, this is it. This is the sign. I saw a <laughs> thing on YouTube or no, Instagram. They were like, you're never going to have time. You're going to need to create time. Mm. You need to create time because mm. time, we're thinking about it as this thing. As Absolutely. Yeah. I meant if you're hearing this with enough time before the program oh, starts. Oh, that makes sense. You know, because okay. sometimes people listen to this like three years later and like, I want to do Lioness. Well, that yeah. was an offer in 2023. <laughs> this is That's true. There's an <laughs> offer in 2023. And I do not know if or when I would offer it again. Yeah. I really flow with the energy that is in the field. Mm -hmm. So a lot of the things I do, it's like, it's happening now. Yes. It's happening now. Yes. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Of course. Well, let's dive in. Okay, so what are we talking about today? Oh my gosh, we got a juicy question. Mm -hmm. Yeah, actually, you know, people have been re really been showing up with the relationship questions, which you know we shine in. And today is really about how do you know if you're ready for love? Like, mm -hmm. how do you know when it's time? If you've had, say, a breakup recently or something like that, like, you know, everyone's got an opinion. Yeah. Everyone's got an opinion about how long you should wait or how long it takes to heal, all these things. And uh, we're here to answer this question. I'm really excited to dive in. Yes, me too. I was reflecting on how does one know when they're ready for love? Like, I felt for me, 
it always felt like outside, like this is a part of the plan, like the plan mm. of life. It's mm -hmm. like you do these things, you go to the school, you get a job, you fall in love, like a checklist thing. Yes, yes. But I wasn't sh always emotionally ready to open my heart and yeah. know what it really meant to like step into partnership with mm -hmm. other people. Yes. Yeah, that was a journey for me. How about for you? Well, I I have been a hopeless romantic since I was a little kid. Oh, it's really, oh, I know. I, I remember on yeah. every, you know, star, mm. every birthday wish I would, I would wish for someone to love and to love me. <laughs> so yes. I think I've been ready since I was like six years old. But that, <laughs> that is not necessarily true from the emotional maturity place. Mm, mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. I think that timing is divine and I yeah. met you at the perfect time and, yeah. and time is always Time is always on time. Time is always on time. Because it's an illusion. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's get into this question. You ready? Yeah, let's do it. Hi, ladies. My name is Liz, and um, I have a question about falling in love during the time of healing, um, intense healing. Nine months ago, I uncoupled from my partner of about 20 years. Uh, it's been going okay, handling each other with a lot of kindness and grace. Um, it was definitely a necessary separation. Uh, even though there was a lot of love and it was a very healthy relationship, but divorce was the best option for us. So, of course, there's a lot of grief and loss and transformation that has come with this whole process from like logical things like living and finances to complex identity issues, you know, living within the context of one and defining yourself within the context of one monogamous relationship for half, half my life. Um, so, you know, I've been doing all the things, taking care of my body, taking care of my mind, therapy, reading, processing, um, leaning on support, and having a bit of fun. Had a little hot girl summer, too. Um, and now here I am. I randomly met this amazing person, uh, spectacular on so many levels. We really connect. Checks all the, all the boxes, literally, and, you know, there. So... And I'm falling in love, right? Um, so there's a lot of conflicting ideas out there about love in the in the wake of a separation. Um, on one hand, you need to take time to mind more in the relationship, be this fiercely independent force, you know, um, eat, pray, love it, you know, be a badass bitch. Um, or a, the idea of a rebound, you need to get under somebody to get over somebody, but whatever you do, don't get attached, right? Um, and then on the other hand, there's this idea of when you know, you know, trust the universe, listen to your gut, uh, don't don't let a good thing get away. So yeah, I'm just wondering what your take is. I mean, falling in love is already such a vulnerable experience and these um, conflicting ideas or messages, they come from the external world, I know, but you know, there there is an internal dialogue as well. Um, and it's just making it more complex. So I guess if I had to boil it down to one question is um, when do you know or how do you trust that you're um, ready for love again? Thank you so much. And thank you for what you're doing. And I look forward to hearing it. Okay. Bye. Ooh, this is such a good question. Thank you so much, Liz, for giving us the opportunity to support you. Mm -hmm. And for everyone who's listening and who has sat in this seat, mm. we are here for you. All right, babe, what do you think? Matt, I've got so many thoughts. I have okay. so much to say. Yay! Okay. So, oh, people have a lot of advice. Mm. And um, 
consensual or not consensual, people love to tell you how to live your life. Mm-hmm. And my rule of thumb, and I don't know if I've mentioned it before, but it's worth repeating, is don't listen to people who don't have what you want. Amen. Amen. Ooh, how often, man, people who don't have what you want love to tell you how to live your life. Yes. I feel, I feel like they're exper- experimenting with your life. They're like, <laughs> you try this thing that I heard works. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see how it goes. Mm-hmm. Let's see how it goes. So, you know, I just kind of want to bring it back to you. Mm-hmm. You know what to do. There's a place inside of you that knows. There's there's this higher self, this connection to your wisdom, and you know the truth by the way it feels. Mm. When someone says something like, ooh, yeah, no, 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 that, that does feel right. Mm-hmm. And your internal dialogue, you know, you're like, oh, my internal dialogue, external dialogue. It's like, surprise, this may come as a shocker to you, but your internal dialogue is made up from external dialogue what yeah yeah your entire yeah you've been a little sponge your entire life oh picking up those things yeah you're picking up those things and Mm -hmm. you take them on as beliefs and all you know and you're doing the work you're really like i see you you're going to therapy you're doing all the things that you need to do to heal from this previous breakup and as far as like needing a certain amount of time to heal I'm going to just argue that one and speak from my own personal experience. Mm-hmm. I'm, you know, we're polyamorous mm-hmm. and I was with my partner of three years when I met Brittany yeah. and I thought that person was going to be the person that I married. You know, mm-hmm. I, I was really, I was heart, I was simultaneously heartbroken because I broke up with her while I was with Brittany mm-hmm. and I had to process that whole thing, but I didn't wait to fall in love with Brittany. Like I was, the timing was divine. Like she came into my life. And in fact, I was like, whoa, this is what it's supposed to feel like. Mm -hmm. Like this is what my heart feels like when it sings. And yeah, (laughs) (laughs) this is, you know, this is what that falling in love feels like. And it's not, there isn't a one and done. Mm -hmm. Like you don't fall in love just once. Like I've said this before and it's just, I love love falling in love is my favorite thing about being a human mm-hmm. i think i i keep signing up for battleship earth because i'm like do i get to fall in love again how's the food is the food good if food's good and i get to fall in love throw me in put me in coach i'm in for this experience yeah. and so you know that first love feeling that you have like you you have several opportunities to have that and as you mature and as you you learn through trial and error, it does get better. You know, it, mm-hmm. it, <laughs> I hate to be like queer advocate, but like it does get better. I promise like your <laughs> heartbreak, there's a space for you to heal within the context of a new relationship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love it. I yeah. love everything you're saying. It's just, it was very poignant to be in, in proximity to you guys when that was happening because one of the attractive parts of me dating Lisette was like, oh my gosh, I love the way they are doing polyamory. There's integrity, the ethicalness, like their level of communication, her and her nesting partner. It was, 
it was, I was like, they are doing it. And this Mm. is very attractive. And I, I had my own grief process of like, oh, the relationship structure of all of us, you know, we weren't all dating, but I was friends with this person. And it was like, Mm -hmm. you know, how do I hold space for my partner who's grieving? How do I have my own grief? And then what parts get to be processed with me versus what parts do, would it feel best for her to process with other people like friends and therapists or that other? So I give that offering to you as it's not like the grief is just going to all go away at one time. I mean, maybe for some people that happens. I I haven't heard about it, but (laughs) I'm not denying anyone's reality. And grief is a journey. It can happen in time. So as you are still experiencing grief, I invite you to continue to be in this relationship and you and your partner get to communicate like what feels good for both of you. Mm -hmm. And I loved being able to have this connection with her because we got to share more of our intimate feelings. We got to be grow even closer together by us sharing space about something significant that was happening in her life yeah. in the boundaries of our relationship and in the boundaries that I felt safe of like, this is the amount of space of grief I'm willing to hold. Yeah. And this is where you do your own work. Also, like, I just want to add to this, like mm-hmm. watching someone go through the breakup process mm-hmm. or the uncoupling process, you know, that's going to give your partner, your current, the, the new partner, a really beautiful opportunity to see how you handle conflict, mm. how you see, how you do uncoupling, mm-hmm. you know, because I've been with partners that ghost to other people and I'm like, I didn't like that. Mm. I do not want that experience. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't like to be, I, I don't, really don't like the way you just drop that person mm-hmm. and, you know, like pretend they don't exist anymore. Mm-hmm. Like I'm a little nervous that's going to happen to me. Mm-hmm. And in a little foreshadowing, yeah, that's kind of what happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, so it's a really great opportunity for you to while you're grieving show your partner what you're made of. Yeah. Yeah. It's beautiful. Um I have some thoughts. Can I jump in? Yes, yeah, please okay. do. So, I I love everything that you were saying. And what struck out to me so much about your question slash musings about your question is how self-aware you are and how much internal reflection and work you've done on yourself to be able to even articulate what you did. So what I hear from you is that you've already done a significant amount of processing and reflection. And so when I feel like those stories of you need to eat, pray, love it, or, you know, it's the rebound situation. I feel like these are things like the rebound thing is like a numbing. It's a numbing. It's Mm -hmm. like, Hey, get over someone by getting under someone else means like, don't look at your feelings. Maybe it's drinking and eating ice cream Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. fucking away the pain. So like, that's a level of numbing, which it sounds like you are not doing. And the eat, pray, loving is wonderful. And it's like, hey, did you process this? Mm -hmm. I feel like that's what it's saying. Did you give yourself the opportunity to process and feel your feelings? Both of which you've done. Like you've been giving yourself the space. You've been processing. You've been talking to other people. So then we lean into the part of like, do I trust the universe and do I trust myself? Mm -hmm. And girl, what I say to this is fuck yes. Mm -hmm, Church. Fuck yes. You trust yourself. Trust 
that you've got you. Trust that the universe has put something divine on your path and Mm -hmm. in your life because you are ready to receive it. Mm -hmm. So trust in that all of you have done has gotten you to where you are. And here is a wonderful opportunity for you to step in and fall in love, fall deeply, fall madly, leap off that cliff and be in this experience of love. Like how wonderful. I'm so excited for you. And on this note, I feel like I have a deeply personal experience of navigating grief and joy together. So yeah, so I would love to share a story and I just want to give a little trigger warning. I'm going to talk about sexual assault and terminal illness. So if you are not in the space to hear about those things, you can definitely fast forward to later in the episode or listen to this episode at a different time. We aren't going to get graphic, but just please take care of yourself. Yeah. So when I met Lisette, and some of you might have heard about this in our meet cute story that's on Instagram Live, or we've talked about it on the podcast here yeah. and there. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the, before we started dating, we were friends. And part of the reasons that I said no to going out with her was I was healing from a big T trauma, a rape. And my mom had just gotten diagnosed with stage four lung cancer. And so she was entering into a death cycle. And what her illness told me, it was it was quite the spiritual awakening. I literally felt her lungs talking to me. And it was like, you need to live your life mm-hmm. full out. No apologies. No more waiting. No more excuses. Like, live in joy. Yeah. And so I literally, I'm wearing the ring right now. She gave me a ring that has joy on it. It's all three um, letters, three letters of joy. Mm -hmm. Um, And she gave me this ring and um, I just felt that so deeply. And so I I leaned in to once I had the opening through coaching and all the things of like, I can I can do both. I'm not going to deny myself joy Mm -hmm. because I am also grieving. I'm going to lean in and choose to fall in love and choose to have this expansive experience. And oh my goddess, thank, praise be that I did. (laughs) Like, I'm so excited that I did not say, no, I'm grieving so I can't fall in love right now. No, I'm processing so I can't have happiness in my life. I can't have this. And like, Lisette, along with the community of women that I was with at that time, truly held the space for me to actually process my grief. Mm -hmm. And so I was able to process it in real time of like what was happening. And like, did it cause some ripples in my family? Yes, it did. Mm -hmm. They were very upset that I was not grieving in the way that they felt grief should be processed. But I got to have this expansive and new experience of my feelings of holding both and knowing that both were in my space, both were alive, and I didn't have to deny one reality or the other. Mm -hmm. I was allowed to fall in love and be in joy. And some days I would cry in her arms and I got to be held in that space. So I offer to you, can you live in the land of and Mm -hmm. where both exist? You might be still processing some vestiges of grief and you can fall in love and be in joy. And these things can exist together. Mm -hmm. And it might even plunge you deeper in love because someone gets to see more of your truth and more of who you are and Mm -hmm. more of your heart. Yeah. Yeah. Fame. 
Yeah. Nailed it. <laughs> I I just want to add also, like you had a 20 year relationship. Mm-hmm. You are pretty good at relationships, you know, not <laughs> yeah. that, not that time or longevity is, is a measure of a successful relationship. I think a measure of a successful relationship is that you, it was beautiful while it happened and it ended beautifully and you mm-hmm. can hold that memory sacred. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like you're doing all of that. And so if there's anyone to trust in the realm of all these beliefs and all of these thoughts, it's yourself. Yeah. And what if what we're saying feels good to you, if, if, if the truth is resonating, then go for it, you mm-hmm. know? Uh, either way, we're excited for you. Super excited for you. I love, love, love falling in love. I mm-hmm. love people falling in love. Uh, call us with an update. Yes. how it's going. <laughs> Tell us, slide into our, you know, voice memo, whatever, whenever, because I love this stuff. I- it's so good. It warms my heart. Yeah. And yeah. It hurts my cheeks. Yeah. <laughs> At the end of it all, it's like trusting yourself mm-hmm. and finding that place in yourself where you feel congruent and you're like, I'm all in. Yeah. All in. Yeah. I never regret falling in love. Mm-hmm. It's been beautiful. I, I regret sometimes the way I ended it, but I never regretted falling in love because I found pieces of myself in every human that I loved. Yes. Oh my gosh. I remember making space for our, our newest addition, Luna. Yeah. Falling in love with her. Like there's just so much love to be had. There is. There's just so much love to be found. And like love is a beautiful space to hold yeah. when you're grieving and when you're processing. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So good. Well, that was such a beautiful question. Yes. I love it. It's my favorite topic. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we love love and we love relationship. And yeah. 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 And if you have a question for us out there, we really appreciate you being here. Mm-hmm. Uh, go ahead and give us a like a follow, a share, subscribe, all those lovely things. It helps us get found on the algorithm. And if you have a question, give us a call at 971-895-4111. And until we meet again, be honest with each other. Bye.